In congregational care, we immerse ourselves in human pain. Our deacons, our Stephen ministers, our staff, you, our loving congregation, we all respond to human suffering. We see people lonely and doubting. We meet them in hospital beds or rest homes, in living rooms and coffee shops. We see them broken by divorce, shattered by infidelity, confused with dementia. We watch them racked by chronic pain, withered by cancer, depleted by grief. And all of us ask, where is God when it hurts? When we suffer, we wonder, where is God right now? Does God know my pain? Does God care? Is God distracted, distant, detached, immune? Sadly, much Christian teaching answers in the affirmative, yes, God is impassable, we've been told. In other words, God does not experience pain or pleasure from the actions of another being. This may be good Greek philosophy, but is it good biblical theology? The Old Testament hints that God might feel pain. In Genesis 6, when God sees human evil, it says the Lord was sorry and it grieved him to his heart. In Isaiah 63, Israel rebels and God's Holy Spirit is grieved. Now, some say these are merely anthropomorphisms, just projections of our emotions onto God. God's not really like that, we're told. But if God is love, as the Apostle John says, and if love is costly self-giving for the good of another, then love can suffer, can't it? We know this from our own experience. To love another is to risk and be vulnerable, to feel pleasure and to suffer pain. Can God's love really be any different? As one theologian said, if God is incapable of suffering, then God is incapable of loving. One thing is certain. The best answer to whether or not God suffers is Jesus Christ. After all, Jesus is God's own self-depiction, his illustration, his object lesson. The Apostle John put it well in the prologue of his gospel, no one has ever seen God, but it is God the only Son who is close to the Father's heart who has made him known. In other words, do you want to know God? Look at Jesus. Jesus said himself, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. To see Jesus is to see God. To know Jesus is to know God. In Bethany at the grave of his friend Lazarus, Jesus was deeply moved and he broke down in sobs. In this very holy week, Jesus is grieved. He sweats, suffers, bleeds, and dies. Can God suffer? Look at Jesus. In his book, The Cross of Christ, John Stott has a quote that grips me. He writes, I could never myself believe in God if it were not for the cross. The only God I believe in is the one Nietzsche ridiculed as God on the cross. 
In the real world of pain, how could one worship a God who is immune to it? I've entered many Buddhist temples in different Asian countries and stood respectfully before the statue of the Buddha, his legs crossed, arms folded, eyes closed, the ghost of a smile playing round his mouth, a remote look on his face, detached from the agonies of the world. But each time after a while, I've had to turn away. And in imagination, I've turned instead to that lonely, twisted, tortured figure on the cross, nails through hands and feet, back lacerated, limbs wrenched, brow bleeding from thorn pricks, mouth dry and intolerably thirsty, plunged in God-forsaken darkness. That is the God for me. He laid aside his immunity to pain. He entered our world of flesh and blood, tears and death. He suffered for us. Our sufferings become more manageable in the light of his. There is still a question mark against human suffering, but over it we boldly stamp another mark, the cross that symbolizes divine suffering. The cross of Christ is God's only self-justification in such a world as ours.